Dissonance Media and the Other Stories presents Step into the abyss of After the Gloaming, a gothic fiction podcast that delves into the depths of human emotion. Unyielding love, revenge, internal struggles, and restless souls await you in nine haunting episodes where dread, fear, and rare glimpses of eerie happiness linger. Dare to listen on your favourite podcatcher? After the gloaming beckons, search now, but beware, innocence will be left behind. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. <laughs> Hey, guys, I'm not going to say this again until next week anyway, but we are accepting stories right now. We need your short stories. We're looking for stories under the themes of ghost ships, immortality, underwater, the dark web. All of our submission details are at hawkandcleaver.com forward slash submissions. Once again, that's hawkandcleaver.com forward slash submissions. We saw a fantastic tweet on the Twitter sphere the other day from a certain sweater vest at MCR SWTRVST. I found the other stories a few months ago and have slowly listened to the entire catalogue of stories. The best horror podcast ever. I'm adding them to my Patreon today. I should have done it sooner. Give them a listen and you won't regret it. Thanks very much, Sweater Vest. You have an incredible name and you look fantastic from the little icon. You look very handsome indeed. Today's episode is A Chinese Whisper, written by Carl Poiser and narrated by Justin Fife. Heat. Unremitting, bright, white heat. It wasn't so much painful as it was sickly. A cellular undulation, a vibration in his bones that intensified and intensified, and... Carlyle took a familiar sharp breath. The kind of sharp intake those used to deep sleep know well. It was breath ignited by a surge of chemical stimuli, injected directly into the sleeper's brainstem. The chemical jolt used to take a person from deep sleep, the semi-lucid state the man now found himself in, never got easier. Open up, he croaked into the hard thermoplastic four inches from his face. The odorous bounce back of breath hit his nostrils immediately. At least his sense of smell, and perhaps taste, survived the trip. 
He stifled the impulse to vomit long enough for the door to open above him and promptly threw up into a well-placed bucket next to the chamber. Like clockwork, the worst part of waking from deep sleep hit him. Always after the vomit, he thought to himself. It was at this moment the waking crew member normally realized they had absolutely no memory of where they were or why they were there. The roughly 24-hour amnesia period had yet to be rectified in the field of chemical deep sleep science and was considered to be a small trade-off for enabling the miracle of deep space exploration and perhaps more importantly, commerce. Having juggled with the problem for centuries, engineers had developed comparatively rudimentary systems to make the transition easier. The ship's AI would drip-feed the user essential information until they were able to fill in the gaps themselves. Mission data, location, and perhaps most importantly, the user's identity were all available quickly after reawakening. It was rare that the amnesia ran so deep that the fundamental knowledge about these systems and the nature of spaceflight were also lost, but it did happen occasionally. Thankfully enough, Carlyle had awoken with at least some recollection. He had not forgotten his name this time. Welcome back aboard the TRNC Targu Moors. You will currently be experiencing deep sleep and neuroamnesia, and you will have nothing to worry about. Morning, Copper. I'm fine. We don't need to go over the first bit. In fact, before we go over the boring stuff, could you give me a report on my stats just before awakening? Particularly the cardiovascular and body temp. You woke me from a hell of a dream. The AI paused. I would prefer to work through everything in order. Nah, fuck all that. Give me the report. The AI paused again. All vitals appear normal in the last week. Carlyle stared at the camera above the door. The nearest thing to a face the system had. Okay, fine. Let's work through it. Very well. Welcome back, James Carlyle. You find yourself aboard the TRNC Targu Moors following a successful mission from the Oort Cloud. We are currently four days from Earth. Do you require physical assistance? No, just a coffee and some food. Uh, soft food. Please make your way to the dining area and continue the awakenment briefing. Some areas of the ship will be out of bounds until you have completed the amnesia mitigation process. This is for your safety and the safety of all TRNC goods aboard. Yeah, I know the drill. What are we carrying? The man asked, as he dragged himself out of the med bay delicately. I am afraid that information is on hold until you have completed the 24... Okay, fine. But uh, we are four days out, right? Correct. Okay, great. Well, that'll do for now. Normally comes back to me pretty quickly. Can you uh, bring me up uh, Earth Visual in the terminal? Certainly. With that, a small, bright, blurry image of the Earth appeared on the screen next to him. Carlyle kissed his hand and placed it to the glass next to the screen. Soon, baby girl, he muttered almost inaudibly. After some clumsy exploration, mostly of sealed doors he was not yet permitted to open, Carlyle found the modest kitchen area. The once white decor had over time turned slightly yellow, a shade more sickly marrow than flour. Carlyle made himself a bowl of brownish mush and had a coffee that he sipped reluctantly. It tasted so awful that he released an unused laugh towards the mug. Will I remember that being better? 
the computer chipped in again. Would you like me to initiate subroutine J-Alpha? Sure, what is that? Before he could fully finish, the computer started a tuneless rendition of Happy Birthday to You. Happy Birthday to You. Carlyle rolled his eyes before commanding the damn thing to shut up. Who programmed that? You did. Before we left, you mentioned our planned awakening day happened to fall on the date of your birthday, and you programmed the subroutine yourself. Huh. How kind of me. A torrid swelter threatened to boil the man where he stood. Was he standing? He couldn't feel the familiar pressure against the balls of his feet. Even in the microgravity, he should be feeling something. His eyes adjusted to the brightness ahead of him. Between the flashes of background explosions, he could resolve the ball of fire that floated before him. That would explain his feet. The fireball floated closer. It now filled the doorframe a few feet ahead. He awoke again. This time, with a slightly more mild start than the chemical-assisted punch to the gut he had experienced before, but the panic was familiar. His small sleeping quarters were a blistering juxtaposition of silence. Your heart rate appears to have elevated during your sleep. Can I be of any assistance? The AI's cold voice offered little solace. I'm fine. Another dream. Copper, what is the current status of the ship? The Targumers is running within normal parameters. No fires? Negative. Okay. Play me some Sinatra. Which Frank Sinatra would you like me to play? Uh, Dealer's Choice. I'm able to find Dealer's Choice in the music library. Carlyle rolled his eyes. My kind of girl. Play, play that. The song echoed around the lifeless metal shell of ship as he got dressed and made his way back to the canteen. The layout of the ship was coming back into focus, and he was almost able to make his way back without assistance. He vaguely recalled the flavor of cargo they might be hauling. Was it ice? No, it had been more valuable than even that. Perhaps metallic hydrogen or casein. That would explain the ship's need for secrecy. Few things were more valuable in the system than starship fuel. It didn't matter. Sure, the money for fuel runs was a little better, but either way, he wouldn't be retiring anytime soon. Four days. He'd see Tabby in four days. Before he reached the canteen, Carlisle noticed a terminal panel in one of the corridor's bulkheads that had been damaged around its rim. He ran his hand over the surface and felt the chaotically embossed edge, where a tool had been used to pry it open. What happened here, cop? I'm afraid that information is on hold until you have completed the- Surely this is a security issue. What happened? I'm afraid that information is on hold. Okay, then. He used the previously created gashes to prise the panel away from the console with his fingers. Please wait the designated 24-hour period. Not this time, cop. Carlisle was now met with what could only be described as a chaos of indiscriminate cables. Even through the amnesia, he knew that this had been tampered with. Copper, what is this? I'm afraid that information is... These are the door controls, aren't they? Very specific memories coming back into focus. I'm afraid... They look like a mess, cop. 
You won't mind if I give them a quick sprucing up, will you? With that, Carlyle proceeded to pull cables from the connectors and realign them. I must ask you to refrain from- Stop! Carlyle did. Not because the computer had told him, but because that last word did not belong to the AI. That last word came from his own voice, disembodied, and from the speaker above him. Who's there? His voice cracked with panic. The voice, his voice, continued. James, this is you. You must have triggered the override. Look, I, I know this is confusing. I'm voicing this from Wake Cycle 36. You, we, kept finding the door override terminal as it was damaged, so I recorded this to stop you, us. I implore you that you stop what you're doing and enjoy the rest of the amnesia state if you're still in it. I'll give you 10 seconds to close the terminal, continue with what you're doing. If you're still here after that, I'll explain. Carlyle stared in horror. Unable to move, he saw the 10-second period. Well, you must still be here. Of course you are. You're such stubborn bastards. Look, this isn't the uh, first time you've awoken. Three years into the mission, during our return trip, something went wrong. A biggie. Something ignited one of the fuel pods. We nearly lost the whole ship. Thankfully, I was able to contain it, but we lost navigation and the cargo. All of it. I nearly burnt to death trying to salvage comms. Tried and tried to get into the systems. Another four years of trying, but there was nothing I could do. The initial explosion had blown us off course, and I wasn't able to correct it. The company either assumed we didn't make it, or without the fuel, we weren't worth the rescue party. Either way, after ten years, I opted for the only thing we had left. Sleep. I figured that the uh, amnesia period once a year would be the only place we could live in ignorant bliss without the shadow of truth bearing down. Obviously for you, that ignorance is now fucked. But I implore you that you hunker down and give next year a go. If you're hearing this, you decided to do the same thing during your last wake cycle. It's a crummy existence, but at least this way we get a day. Anyway, buddy, it's your call. Blow yourself out the fucking hatch for all I care. I did my time. I gave it a full month before I decided to go back. Computer said our birthday is February 22nd, but fuck knows if that's still true. It's a Chinese whisper at this point. Enjoy the rest of the amnesia if you still have it. The security measure will end after this message, but I advise you, don't open the doors, old chap. It's not pretty. Good luck, I, I guess. The recording ended with a click. Carlisle struggled to get his breath. Unwelcome tears tickled his cheeks. Open the doors. I don't. Open the doors. With that, the sound of grinding metal and gas echoed around the tight corridor. The door at the end of the walkway opened. From there, James could see everything beyond it was scorched black in a storm of twisted metal and cladding. How many times have I slept? Today. You have initiated 376 sleep cycles. Now on his knees, Carlisle breathed calmly. 
as if for the first time. The sleep now pod lay in front of him, its sickly yellow now more foreboding than ever. He considered it for a while, considered how many times he had stood here before. Copper? Play Sinatra. My kind of girl playing from your music library. The sound of the music filled the heavy air around him, his eyes transfixed on the pod at his feet, earth still hovering on a display behind his head. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Other Stories. A Chinese Whisper was written by Carl Poiser, narrated by Justin Fife, edited by Carl Hughes, and music by Chris Zabriskie and Tom Robson. The sound effects were provided by freesound.org and zapsplat.com. The episode illustration was provided by Luke Spooner of Carry On House. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can help support the show over at patreon.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. You can join our book club and chat about the podcast over at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash hawk and cleaver. T-shirts and mugs are available at gumroad.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. The other stories is a production of the story studio hawk and cleaver is brought to you with a creative commons attribution non-commercial no derivatives license. That means don't change it, don't sell it, but by all means share the hell out of it. Until next time.